right, welcome to another episode of the Couch Coaches Podcast, where we talk about everything going on in the world of sports. And I picked a terrible week to be uh, busy and not be able to record last week because not only did the Niners lose their third in a row, but the Raiders at like 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday night or Monday night, just everybody's gone. Pierce is the new coach, and they looked like a completely different team, both on the field, in the locker room afterwards, the demeanor, everything was just it looks like a whole, everything was lifted and we go, oh, this is what it should have been. So, uh, Dean Greg, I'm going to I'm going to start with you. Thoughts on the Raiders moves and, and then the game on Sunday and how you feel moving forward. Well, uh, I, I congratulate uh, Mark Davis on having the courage to to make that move. You know, a lot of people said he had a lot of money on the books and stuff like that and that, you know, he was just going to stay a whole pat. But he kind of, you know, they had a team meeting, and I guess the meeting didn't go well. I heard some rumors about what went on in that meeting that uh, that the coach uh, McDaniel's asked uh, 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 Anthony Pier- uh, Pierce to uh, address the team on his behalf, and he talked about how when he was a giant, how they beat the Patriots, and then McDaniel's got mad and said, "Don't ever talk about the Patriots like that again." So anyway, it, you know, it didn't go well, and and Mark Davis got wind of how that meeting went, and he made he made changes and brought you know brought in the interim coach, and and I love I love what he did. He brought in the energy. That coach brought in the atti- the energy and the attitude, and you know I, the game it wasn't televised locally, so I I didn't see the game, but I saw highlights and read all the read all the everything about the game, and and I did see the highlights. I saw I just seen the the energy on the field and the enthusiasm you know, and with the players and stuff like that. And and what I had been calling for all the time is to let that rookie quarterback play O'Donnell and they got him in there and he's accurate, you know, and he, you know, he, he you know, he, he played a, a good game. The whole team just rallied, you know, uh, Renfro, we hadn't seen him all season. He was making plays, you know, and things like that. The defense was playing well, just, just a new attitude. And that's what I'm very excited about just to see how, the, the Raider attitude again that they're having fun, they're they're playing fast, loose, and and we'll see where it goes. You know, they, they the Giants are not a good team. You know, they they beat the Giants, but hey, we lost to some bad teams all earlier. You know, we lost to the Bears when when we should have beat them and things like that. You know, we got the Jets coming in on the, on next Sunday. I I watched the Jets last night. I'm not impressed with their offense at all. Defense is a stout defense, but I I think that you know we should be able to tell a little bit more about the Raiders. Uh, next week but I am very happy just to see the enthusiasm the coach like he said he grew up in uh, in Compton you know he uh, was a Raider fan growing up when that's back when they played in LA in the Coliseum he used to be a, a fan of the of the Raiders and um, brought in a new uh, offensive coordinator uh, uh, Bo uh, uh, Harding Hardigree or something like that you know and uh, he you know he I heard he was calling some good plays and things like that so I am very uh, excited go, going forward just to see how how, the, how it plays out. And again, if the team, if this coach uh, does a great job and the team uh, improves, I, I'd be all for keeping him around. They got a new GM, the interim GM. If that staff works out, hey, let's roll with it. I am excited. I, you should you should be because you guys have been caca the whole year up to this point. Uh, here you go. Don't. Uh, no, no, I'm just no, I'm I'm excited. Hey, I'm excited for you, <laughs> uh, brother Bill. Thoughts on the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, because I didn't see the game, um, my impression is it's amazing how much just that change changes the way a team plays. 
because, you know, in the NFL, they're all professionals. So you would think that, you know, they're just going to want to win every game, right? And compartmentalize if there's drama or whatever, you know, just on the field, just do your job, right? So it was just amazing. I was pleasantly surprised to see how well they played. I mean, it wasn't a close game. I mean, they played well in all three phases of the game. And it's not often you see that when there's been a coaching change that all three phases play well, everything clicked. And so, yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, how they continue to execute. Well, I think two things will be interesting, both their preparation, you know, how Pierce and the coaching staff has them prepared each week, and then how they execute on, on the field because their schedule um, isn't, it isn't a tough schedule. There's some, some teams that, you know, you could say on paper are better than them, but if they play well, um, you could see them, especially on defense, if they play a defense well, they could potentially be in games late in the game, something that you couldn't always, you know, say. So, I mean, like, hey, Raider Nation, you know, see, Deacon Hill takes a step where I say I, I, I'm pulling for y'all, except when you play the Niners. He doesn't want my support, and that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> but I'm interested to see how the team does the rest of the year. And, and he and I talked, you know, it would be a disappointment if the team plays well and Mark Davis doesn't name Anthony Pierce as the head coach. Which is what he did last time, essentially. He thought he was getting the big Patriot way. Besides you, and they have Besides you, yeah. And he yeah. got him into the playoffs and he goes with Josh McDaniels and uh, McDaniels anyway. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think he learned his lesson about that reaching, you know, yeah. for that big name. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully he learned his lesson. We'll see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope if you, when you guys play the Jets, I hope you guys don't do what the Eagles and the, the Chargers were doing is get the lead. They can't score any points because they their offense sucks. Get the lead and just run the ball. Like the only way they're going to get back in the game is when they pass the ball. And that's what happened to the Eagles. And they lucked out like what, like six different times on tipped passes against uh, against the Chargers. And it's like they're trying to like let the Jets back into the game is it was awful that. And if Rogers didn't tear his Achilles the two plays into his to this year, he would have been injured some other time. That offensive line is, is absolutely horrible. And I don't care how good your quarterback is back there. Rogers would have been, he would have broken collarbone. It would have been a knee. It would have been a bad, it would have been something because he would have been hit so many times between his Achilles tear. And now I, 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 they would be better, but I, he would be, he'd be in a lot of pain, I think, because it'll be a good matchup. Raiders' offense against that Jets defense. The defense will go, will come to play. And they didn't get flexed out. How did, you, how did they not get flexed at these two terrible teams? How did they not get flexed out of that well, game? Because it's the New, New York, York market and it's the Raiders on a, was it a Sunday night game? I think so, yeah. It was, a, it was a one o'clock game, but then you had the Eagles and the Cowboys. Everybody wanted to see that game. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, staying with football, and a thing that I can't, I don't understand because they have a, a great offensive head coach coordinator and an amazing uh, defensive coordinator, and they don't seem to be getting better against good teams is the Dolphins. I cannot figure out why the Dolphins are not getting better, why they're not putting up better numbers. They were in Germany like three or four days before the Chiefs, you would have thought the Chiefs had been there for two weeks. The way they came out and just stomped on them, um, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know if people have figured out McDaniel's and can throw off Tua just enough to make it so he's ineffective. But with the type of speed that they have on that offense, I don't see how they're not putting up thirty. I mean, even if they're losing, how they're not putting up thirty points and Fangio doesn't seem to be 
kind of taking him to the next level. Um, I, Brother Bill, if you've if you've seen him, if you have thoughts on on just what's going on with the Dolphins, I would I would love to hear him. Yeah, I saw the game, and it's it's interesting how much press Mahomes gets, you know, Andy Reid. But that that defense is why the team has two championships, two recent championships. Did they? And I was surprised to see how well that defense dominated the uh, Dolphins' offense in the first half. I mean that uh, Tyreek Hill turnover, you know, DB just made a good, I mean, just good play the ball stripped. That 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 just happens, right? Doesn't happen often. Um, the fact that the Dolphins came back and made it a game in the second half. Um, with their speed, it makes you wonder what was wrong in the first half. I think that their offense is becoming predictable, that the good defense, especially because I mean, Steve Spagnoli, he's a heck of a defensive coordinator. He had them that offense figured out in the first half. They made adjustments. That's why it became close to the second half. But to answer your question, um, the strength of the team is their offense, and their defense certainly displays well enough so that if the offense has a good lead, the defense, you know, doesn't give it up. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how well they can play in close games because they, the good news for them is they're in a good division. They should win the division. They get another crack at the Buffalo Bills. And to me, that's, those are even teams, right? It's just, you know, it's going to be a play here or there. Um We'll talk about the Ravens later, but yeah, I think the, the challenge I think of the Dolphins is their offenses, defenses are figuring out their offense. Big Greg. Yeah, I agree with uh, uh, Brother Bill and what he's saying, how, you know, the defense is a strength. I mean, it's the weakness of that team, but I also, I was looking at their record and I heard uh, on the first take, they were talking about them also, is maybe they've been overrated the whole time. All the teams, they've been winning against teams with losing records. Anytime they go up with against a, a team with a winning record, they do the same thing. So I think I think we got caught up with them, they're, they're, the teams that they had beat. You know, I'm looking at them right now, the the, the Chargers, you know, the Chargers, are, you know, they, they who they, they beat the uh the 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 Broncos. The, the, the Patriots the Patriots, the uh the Broncos. They got blown out by the Bills, you know, and the Bills are not that good right now, we're finding out. And then they beat the Giants and they and they beat the Panthers. You know, then they lose to the Eagles. They beat they beat the uh, the the Patriots, and then they uh, then they lose to the Chiefs. So again, they, the teams that are you know the uh, uh, top echelon teams, they're not they're not you know they're not beaten anyway. So I just think they we just got kind of caught up with the teams that they were you know that they that they were winning the games against and thinking that they were a little bit better than they were. You know, the offense they got a pretty often uh, a high powered offense. And and they was able to match their defense, but when you get into playoff late in the season, you know, and and better caliber teams, that ain't going to work. So I think they just might just be who we who who they are. Yeah, the thing that surprised so they were one of my dark horse teams at the beginning of the year, mostly because of how they played last year. I mean, they had Tua was in and out, and they were still like right in games. I feel like I feel like they were almost better overall last year i mean i don't know what the numbers say i'm sure the numbers this year are much better because they had those blowouts and stuff but i felt like they were i mean they were going up to buffalo in the playoffs with a like a third string quarterback and could have easily won the game and granted the bills have whatever their weird issues are with, with the bills but coming in this year i thought i thought they were going to be i thought they were going to be right up there with like like the chiefs the bills the Bengals, like the, the you know in that in that kind of area and they haven't beat any good teams like any even like kind of good teams it's 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 uh 
it's surprising me. Um, and next subject, equally as surprising, uh, CJ Stroud is an absolute stud. And I don't know if you guys re- did you guys see the end of the last game or the end of end of his game against the Bucks? I didn't see it. No. I was so I was up. So um, uh, Damon Bruce and Larry Kruger were having a like a fan meetup up in the city uh, on Sunday. So I was up. I was up there doing photos and and filming and stuff with that. And I and if you guys are you guys obviously are sports fans, but being able to sit down and talk with Larry Kruger and Damon Bruce about sports like one on one is is pretty cool and the next time he doesn't they do an event i highly recommend like you guys going up there because they'll sit down and they're just they're talking shop they're talking sports for like four hours which is really cool but at the at the the bar we were at they had the game on and i thought you know mayfield scores what do they have like a minute left a minute six left or something i thought oh man that was you know with this great great for the buccaneers i don't care about either one of these teams and then i go around take some pictures take some videos come back and stroud's in the end zone or the texans are in the end zone i I didn't see this at all. I don't know if you guys saw. I mean, I don't think anybody sees somebody excelling like this their their rookie year. But I didn't see anything special with CJ Stroud at all, and this is why uh, I'm not a GM. Uh, <laughs> Deacon Hill. Do, I don't know if you if you've seen much of Stroud or thoughts on Stroud or. You know, I watched him. I watched him in college. I watched him at Ohio State. And then I also watched it, you know, you know, against Bryce Young with Alabama, and that that was the two comparisons, you know. And you know, Bryce seemed like he was a little bit more polished, I guess. But Stroud, you know, and plus based on the reputation of Ohio State quarterbacks, you know, you get these quarterbacks out of Ohio State and they don't seem to flourish in the NFL. So I think a lot of skeptics was against that too, also. So I was kind of thinking that that uh, Bryce Young would be the better quarterback. But just look, I just pulling up his record. This guy has, he's thrown for 2,270 yards, 14 touchdowns, and one interception. You're for <laughs> and, 500 yards on Sunday. <laughs> in his rookie year, you know, and, and then in his side, he's a big kid too. You know, he's 6'3", you know, and, and, and Bryce Young is like 5'10". So I don't, you know, you know, that's how, like I say, GMs, they get it wrong. They They look at something they look at and they get it wrong. So... I watched him at Ohio State, but yeah, I never, you never could have projected that he would be playing like this. I just, when I, that blew off the chart right there 14 touchdowns and one interception. That's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. He, he, to me, he just looked like, I mean, Ohio State quarterbacks, when they're, when they have a good team, they all look good. And then they get in the pros and they, (laughs) they're not good. And he looks good. He looks really good at the end of the year. And then he goes pro and he's just, I mean, he had some, he has, you know, he has ups and downs because he's young, but man, my goodness, a 500 yard day and 14 touchdowns. Um, Brother Bill, have you seen, have you seen much of, of Stroud this year? Yeah, I saw more of the moon as at Ohio State than I've seen him in the NFL uh, because it's Ohio State, I mean, when the game's on. And so what's, what's interesting to me is how, how well he looked, he looks comfortable there. He doesn't, it doesn't look like it's too big for him going from Ohio State College into the pros. And that's that's not common for quarterbacks. I mean, many a times you see them, they get in there and they're, you know, deer in the headlights, you know, for the whole rookie year. He doesn't have that. He didn't see that with uh, um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, when he came out of Clemson. He looked like he, was, he had a rough first year. But that was, I think, more of the team than it was him. Second year, boom, they're in the playoffs. So... I give Stroud his props, and they're they're four and four. 
they're right in the thick of it in the AFC South, you know, race with Jacksonville. So Jacksonville six and two. So and they they play each other. I don't think that they haven't played each other yet. So I'm sorry, they have. And uh, Houston beat them once. So it's not over yet. It's going to be an interesting second half of the season for that team if he continues to play well and that team continues to play well. Yeah, it's it's amazing, man. You get a head coach and a quarterback. And it just takes this team that's just an absolute dumpster fire. And oh, hey, look at look at us. We're in the playoff hunt. It's <laughs> it makes me miss D'Amico even more, even more than, than I do the last three games. Um, so I'm I'm proposing this. You guys let me know what you think. I think as of today, the two the two best teams, which is interesting because one absolutely owns the other one. Um, I think the two best teams in football are Cincinnati and Baltimore. Thoughts or other team? If, if you think other teams are better, like I would love, to, I think Cincinnati and Baltimore are just absolutely, just so on point right now. I don't necessarily trust either one of them to keep it keep it going, especially especially Baltimore. But uh, they look like they are absolutely rolling, uh, brother Bill. Thoughts in the AFC or in the league? I think just the league. Yeah, in the in the league, don't know about Cincinnati. Um, I mean, eight games in. You could say that they're in that first, in the first tier, because to me, there's three tiers of teams. The ones that, okay, you can see them getting into the playoffs, the next tier, you know, depends on how they do. And then the bottom tier, you know, forget about a draft picks next year, right? Um, I would definitely put Baltimore, even losing their running back in the first week in that top tier because of their defense. Lamar's going to do what Lamar does. I mean, he's he's MVP, right? But to me, the strength of that team is a defense. Cincinnati, they got a healthy Joe Burrow. Look at what he's doing, right? Um, don't count out the Kansas City Chiefs, even oh, with their struggles oh. offensively, because they, they, I mean, they've been there, done that. And Mahomes, even on one and a half legs, was good enough to beat, you know, um, the Cincinnati in the playoffs, so... We'll see. I, I think it's a three-horse race right now in the AFC. And you can put the Ravens in there. Um, don't sleep on Cleveland, though. I'm, I'm telling you, Cleveland Brown, there's something about that that defense. So Yeah, the quarterback, um, though. Uh, yeah. Give me a few more weeks to see whether Cincinnati can can, can stay consistent. Yeah. And just, and just so, and just so we're, just so we're clear, I'm talking about like this moment. I would. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would never, never count out the Chiefs because I've seen it. I've seen it too much. Right, right. Never count them out. I'm talking about just like like right now. Yeah. Uh, Deacon Hill. Yeah, right now I would I would not say that they are the two best teams in the NFL. Uh, like I said, in the AFC, I'd put them up there, and I would I'd all I think I'd put Baltimore ahead of Cincinnati because Baltimore's offense is actually playing right now. They got a good defense, but the offense is is clicking right. You know, pretty good. Lamar is throwing the ball. They got a running game, and he is not just him running the ball either. Um, Cincinnati, they're they're a good team, but uh, and then I just heard this week uh, uh, today that uh, I think the receiver Chase got hurt or something. And he's they're looking at him for some kind of injury he got going on. So you know that injury bug is going to be out there. But uh, as far as the, the overall team in the NFL, I'm still I'm still not counting out the Eagles right now. The Eagles, they 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 don't they're not pretty. They're not doing it. You know they're not lightening it up and everything like that. But they're 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 consistently <laughs> winning those games. And I still think that the Eagles are are the team to beat in the, in, in the entire NFL. But, uh, you know, and uh, uh, with Kansas City, 
you know, you, of course, we like you guys all said, you can't count out uh, Mahomes, but that defense just ain't ain't what it used to be. And that off, you know, Kelsey can only take you so far. So uh, I don't know about Kansas City right now. I would, I, I, I think that uh, the the Eagles are the best team right now in the, in the NFL, and Baltimore, and then then I put the I put Cincinnati and and uh, the Chiefs right. You know, one A, I mean, two uh, A and two B, right with each other. But I would put the uh, the Eagles at the best team. Yeah, the the Baltimore Cincy thing is interesting because Baltimore just whatever whatever Baltimore is, and I would be, I swear, I would not be shocked if there's some sort of like sign stealing something, 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 because Baltimore just destroys everybody in their division, and I don't everybody except for the Steelers. I don't. They they absolutely own the Bengals. And they own the Browns. I don't care how good their defenses are. I don't care how good their offenses are. The 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 Ravens own them. So the the head to head, I think Baltimore would beat would beat uh would beat Cincinnati. But the Kansas City's defense to me is the thing that's kind of is is helping them right now because their offenses they they haven't figured out what to do without a number one, number two, possibly a number three receiver. And the Eagles, the Eagles, their talent is so insane. But I think their coaching is still not great. They they 100. If they played any other team than the Cowboys with Dak Prescott as quarterback and and Mike McCarthy as head coach, they should have lost that game because they were like they had they were like right there and they couldn't do anything to get in there. And I think that's more on I think that's more on the coaching of the Cowboys than and and the Cowboys red zone just nonsense this year. They're they're horrific in the red zone. I think it has more to do with that than the Eagles being good, but the Eagles talent wise, the Eagles, to me, the Eagles are 1000% the team you have to go through to get to the Super Bowl because they are stacked. Brother Bill, There's a team that's going to roll up to Philly on December 3rd. If they're full strength, we're going to find out whether or not the Eagles are the best team in the league. December 3rd. Who who do they play? <laughs> you know who. You know who. You, you like that joke a little too much. You know who right here. Right here, December third. Yeah, we'll we better. We, we'll, we'll find out if Eagles are the of the team to beat. That's actually the perfect segue into our our last topic. What do we expect from the Niners? Um, bye week is. You can hold it. You, you, I'm not even gonna call on you. I see. I already see your thoughts. Um, <laughs> the bye week is like this. This is when things get fixed. The bye week is when the Buccaneers went from mediocre to go to the Super Bowl. This is we 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 have a great bye week. We're right in the middle of the season. It's the perfect place to have it. We're also going into the bye week sucking with three losses, so we needed it. Um, picked up Chase Young, so we have 500 people for the defensive line now. Um, Purdy, and it's interesting what you said about Stroud, and this is why, I know, just for me personally, I am confident that Purdy works because he ne- even when he throws the most insanely stupid pass to a defender that's running across right in front of him and you're in the almost in the end zone and he throws it right to him he doesn't his his whole demeanor is like he's in control he never looks overwhelmed even though he makes an interception that makes it look like he's overwhelmed he just i i have confidence that he's going to uh figure this out as soon as we balance our offense a little bit more and don't run it 75 percent of the time i think things will come together and defense and everything um since Deacon Hill was, since you were shaking your head, brother Bill, I'm going to start with you. Uh, thoughts on uh, what you expect from the Niners coming out of the bye week, playing a real opponent in the Jacksonville Jaguars in Florida. I expect the 49ers run game 
to get back on track, number one, with um, Trent Williams back and with Debo in the backfield. Um, and it doesn't all fall on McCaffrey. But I also, but or I am concerned is with or without Chase Young in there, if that front four can't get a push, um, if they have to blitz, that exposes the secondary, which is the weakness of the team. And so it'll be interesting to see how well the pass defense is early in that game. Um, offensively, if Purdy's throwing the ball 30-plus times, Niners are in trouble because that their passing game is not the strength of their team. It complements their running game. Everything that they do, it hinges around having a, a balanced attack. And the, the games that they've won, he's only had to throw the ball 20, 25 times a game. It starts, it starts and ends with them controlling the line of scrimmage. I uh I guess Deacon Hill, you can go. No, no I, I agree with uh, uh brother Bill. I mean, you guys went out and got Chase Young. I mean, you guys should have a pass rush now. I mean, there's no no. I mean, you got Bosa on one side and 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 Chase on the other side, and they did play at Ohio State. I think they played one season together, and Bosa was ahead of him in in, in coming out of Ohio State. So, uh, but yeah, you should have a, a a solid pass rush where you wouldn't have to depend on your uh, on your DBs back there to, to to cover for so long. Uh, and like you said, you guys are you know you're getting some people healthy now. Maybe even McCaffrey might be a little bit more healthier than he was with his his rib or whatever he had going on. So if and that's that's your team uh, again. Purdy to me is 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 Bill don't like me to say this. But he's he's an average quarterback. To me, I ain't gonna, you know, you guys can say whatever he is, but I think because it shows when when you're down those 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 players, that quarterback, if he's at, on another level, he has to be able to rise and carry your team. You know, you, you can't have that big of a drop off when you lose a couple of players like that. So that shows that to me, he's not that elite guy. And you're saying that, uh, Joe, you said like he don't get uh, overwhelmed or nothing like that. To me, that seems like that guy that just says, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, hey, he was Mr. Irrelevant. He came out of nowhere. So I, I don't think, I think he's just like, hey, this is all, you know, ice cream and, and cake for me. I didn't, I didn't even expect to be here. Uh, which, which I can, I can follow you on that, but which also, I don't care. I don't care why he's calm. I don't care if he's calm because, because he doesn't think it should be that. I don't care. I'm just glad that he's calm. Now, if he can, he, so I think he's, I think he's above average. And I think the, I think he's slightly above average right now, but if he can figure out how to not crap the bed when we're behind and driving at the end of the game, if he can figure that out and if he can come out of this game without another concussion, because I swear he got another one of the last game, um, that's good. Like his, his, to me, the thing he just has to figure out is how to, how to, how to not throw a pick at the very end of the game, like Dak Prescott, just, he just has to come at, just don't be Dak. Because every hey, other stop, like he, hey, he looks Dak's great. been playing ball, man. Stop Dak's been playing, okay? They Leslie, sister Leslie, your <laughs> cowboys look good. Don't let them talk stuff. The cowboys look good enough to find a way to lose the game when they're in Thank the you. red zone. Thank you. Thank you. The the line. They were they good enough that the Eagles, yeah, they were good enough that the Eagles didn't beat them. They beat themselves. Congratulations, they Cowboys. Managed the clock down the stretch. That's what they do. <laughs> so as long as we don't have Dak, and, and it's if we have Dak, that's fine. We're only paying him like $11.25 this year. It's fine. We're not paying him $45 million. I'm cool with it. But he has to like, like, that's it. Like if Purdy's good, and this is when he's going to have to prove it now from now on because the team's 
seem to put on enough pressure at the end of the game that he's making mistakes. And it's either it's either the teams are pressuring him into making mistakes and he's showing things on tape that they're able to to um uh to use against him, or he's getting overwhelmed and just looks calm throwing a throwing a pick. But the, I mean Jacksonville is going to put pressure on their defense a hundred percent because Trevor Lawrence slings the ball all over the field mm -hmm. and they could be down. We could be up 45, nothing. And Trevor Lawrence is going to come out in the second half and sling the ball all over the field. So we're going to know real quick. I think in this game where our defense is mm -hmm. and their defense is, is good too. And we got to see if Purdy can keep up with the amount of slinging that Trevor Lawrence is going to do. I expect this. If we win, it's going to be high. It's going to have to be a high scoring game. We're going to be, we're going to be low thirties at least. Because well, like Bill said, it's not going to be on the arm of Purdy though. It's going to be on the legs of McCaffrey, Debo, and and and, and those guys. It ain't gonna you ain't gonna sling it around the field with him. But but with against Jacksonville, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to throw more because Jacksonville will put up points for sure. Especially especially if our defense can't get home with the front four because our secondary cannot keep up with with Jacksonville's wide receivers and Trevor Lawrence's arm at all. I mean, we we got diced up by Burrow. We're, I think we we got diced up by. We've gotten diced up the last three games. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Lawrence isn't a Joe Burrows and that Minnesota game. I feel worse about the Minnesota game than the Cincinnati game because um, the Niners had their chances um, earlier in the game. But I think um, just Purdy just has to be smart with the ball. It's okay to punt if you throw it away. If you can't mean trust your defense because the, the times that he's made mistakes, it's either been when they've been deep in the red zone or they've been deep in their own territory, and either you lose an opportunity for points or you give the opponent a short field. That's what happened with Cincinnati, and that's what happened with um, um, with with Cleveland too. Cleveland that just came down to the kicker. So I think he just has to execute and trust his eyes and not try to force it. We'll see. See what that see if that buy was good good for the team. I hope so. I, I am. I will admit. A little, little nervous after these last three games. Not, not, uh, not feeling great. <laughs> they're, 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 they're five and three. I mean, they're, you know, they're a five and three team, right? And, and so, we're, we're a second half team. That's one thing I've been trying to get in my head is we usually start very slow and then pick it up and, and like just make the playoffs and then do well in the playoffs. So we're in a better place record wise already. But I want to, I want to chip. I want to ring. Okay. Not enough of this. Yeah. Joe, I, I'll take that chair off your hand, Joe. That that suit, that uh parade chair that you bought already. I can't I return. I'll, I I'll I'll take it off your hands. I'll, I you know. It's got nine or something all over. What are you talking about? <laughs> nine games to go. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You like that joke too. You're loving your jokes today. <laughs> he just doesn't want to see us there. You know, playing the Super Bowl in Elysia Stadium. That's all. <laughs> This team will invite your team to come hang out. Oh. Okay. All right, you guys. Um, so just just obviously we have to give uh congratulations to Bochi, who is uh a forever giant in my heart because uh and he just just the icing on the cake for the year that the Giants had for what's going on with Farhan with whatever we're doing, signing whatever we're doing. Bochi went in the it was just kind of the cherry on top to just like, all right, Giants, we need to get it together. Yeah, that was amazing. It was. <laughs> was it him as a manager, or was the team already that close, and and they just needed? They lost something? like ninety games last year. Yeah. So how do you how do you explain that kind of turnaround just because you have a new manager? That doesn't happen. Bochi is. Bochi is the man. 
Yeah. <laughs> three, he's got three rings. He's he's awesome. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, hopefully we're both talking about victories. And if we can't both talk about victories, hopefully it's just at least the Niners victory and we can talk about the Raiders loss next week. Jets will, I mean, Raiders will beat the Jets. Zach Wilson, the quarterback, Raiders, Raiders will be fine. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Simeon, if Simeon plays this week because I wouldn't be surprised you, either. Did you hear Sala? They're asking, like, have you thought about pulling Zach Wilson? He's like, I'm going to plead the fifth on that. And we're like, Wait, oh, wow. what? You <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And then the Rams, you saw the Rams picked up. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. And I bet you, I bet you he comes out and he slings the ball around. I bet he looks pretty good. And then people go, oh, maybe he's not so bad. We'll sign him. Okay. McVay, McVay is, a, he is, he is the guy. Remember, remember how good Mayfield came out and looked when he was playing with the Rams. Got him a starting job in, in uh, Tampa. <laughs> yeah, the dude, he's 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 a dude with quarterbacks, man. He can, but Stafford's obviously done if you're signing wins. The Rams have other issues. We'll we'll see whether Carson Wentz makes a difference. I don't I mean, think it'll make a big enough difference. Done, but I bet he'll look good. I just want them to beat the Seahawks when they play him again. Yeah, of course, and us too. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, have a good week, and we will see you next Tuesday. All right. All right. All right guys. Raiders. Go Raiders. I'm going to say it. Bill, don't know. Don't no. say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.